This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, we are back. It is time for the picks, people. Look, mistakes have been made, but, but me and Boom's here. We are heating up three straight winning weeks, and this maniac makes us pick every game. So that includes all the game that you and your friends want no part of. Boomer. Uh. You know, and I, winning week. I understand, Mike. You know, but the thing is, you know, people need to hear us talk about every single team that's in action. And unfortunately, uh, you know, we're in the midst of these buys. So we have plenty of time to talk about all of these teams and all of these matchups. And we are. And I'm telling you, as I labeled this on our football betting podcast, I do cash the ticket. This is door number two this week. You ain't getting door number one with the things that have been working. This <laughs> is what's behind door number two. Uh, let's get to the picks. Picks of the week. All right, this is the this is the Boomer Bowl. We got to start with this. This is a Boomer matchup. Titans laying two and a half, hosting the Colts. Take it. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that the Colts uh, have finally turned their season around. They're three, two, and one. Uh, they're right behind the Titans now. I know the Titans have won five. I think out of the last six between these two teams, it yes. looks like Jonathan Taylor and Shaquille Leonard are both going to play in this game. And I just feel like this is the point where, you know, Frank Reich, my college roommate, has always seemed to turn his season around. And it's been, you know, they were teetering last week against the Jaguars. Matt Ryan played exceptionally well. I am going to take the Colts on the road here. I, I'm doing the same thing, and I feel like I am about to walk into a rake. But I'm going to take the Colts. And you're right. As long as it's not September, Frank's got a shot. I'll take, I'll take the Colts. All right, scariest. This right here is going to break my heart. Jags laying three, hosting the five and one New York Giants. Boomer. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. I um, I actually love the coaching dynamic between Dayball and uh, and Wink Martindale. Uh, I love the way the players are responding to it. I love the way that they're winning games. This reminds me of the game that they opened the season with when they went down there to see the Titans and they somehow won that game. Daniel Jones is actually becoming a real NFL quarterback right before my eyes. Now, I'm not saying that he is going to be thrown 45 times and they're going to be winning, but he's a winning quarterback. He's played winning. He's managing the games right. He's playing situational football right. Um, I'm going to take the Giants here. I I know that you're going to want to go with the Jags, but I, I just feel like there's something special that is happening with the Giants right now, and it continues this week. I'm going to make you feel better before I ride off into the sun. Uh, the Jags since 2012, four and 39 against the NFC, eight and 35 against the number in those games. So naturally, I'll take the Jags. Uh, let's go, Bucks. 
laying a metric ton to the Panthers. Yes. 13 points. I, I don't like I don't like giving this many points. I really don't. But uh, the the uh, I, what's going on with the Panthers right now is an absolute mess. Uh, the owner comes out and says that the interim head coach Steve Wilkes has to do something incredible to keep the job. Meanwhile, he's trading away his players. And, yeah, very uh, motivating. Yeah, very very motivating. I'm not. You know, I think it looks like they're going to stay with PJ Walker as quarterback in this game. Uh, the Bucks are coming off of just a horrendous loss at the hands of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's been a long week down in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady's had to answer a million questions. This is a game where he comes out and throws for 350 yards and five touchdowns. I'm taking the Bucks and I'm laying the points. I just think the Bucks are broken. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'll take the Panthers. Uh, Packers laying four and a half at Washington. Yeah, Boomer, Taylor Heineke you know starting. what to do. Yeah, I know. You know what to do. I know what to do here. This is what's happening. Taylor Heineke is starting for Washington, and I love it. I love the fact yes. that he's going to be able to move around, get out there, make those extra plays. Those, And you know what? He's been sitting there now for about two years, and he's wondering, you remember me, guys? We almost beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with you as, That's with right. me as quarterback in, these, uh, in that playoff game. So – I think Taylor Heineke is actually going to have a good game here against this Green Bay defense. I'm going to take the commanders at home, and I'll take the points. I think they keep it close. Uh, this is one of the only times I ever really believed the backup's an upgrade. Wentz has no confidence, holds the ball too long. This kid's more mobile. He's gutty. I think the team loves him. I'm all in. Commander. I'm proud of you, Boomer. That's personal growth. That's a big pick by you. <laughs> yes, it Cow- is. I'm taking the commanders. Cowboys laying seven to the Lions. All right, Dak Prescott's coming back, baby. I think that uh, this is the coming out party. Kellen Moore wants to make sure that everybody knows that Dak is the unquestioned starting quarterback. He's going to draw up a great game plan for him. He's going to give him opportunities to throw touchdown passes. The Lions are coming off the bye. The Lions had to go into the bye after that shutout loss at New England. I just don't see how the Lions can stay with the Cowboys. The defense will be all over Jared Goff. I know the Lions, uh, you know, usually, you know, a team will come back from a bye and play well and they'll be rested, but I just think the Cowboys have too much for them. I'll lay the points and I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah, I normally I, w- I would take the dog here, and the Lions are actually pretty good despite being morbid uh, uh, as an organization. They're good off the bye. This Aaron Glenn defense, it, you can run it, you can pass it. They don't do nothing. They stand there with paper bags on their heads. I, I, I'll, I'll take the Cowboys, but I'm not comfortable. All right, these are your Bengals laying six and a half against our man, Art. The Arthur Smith train, six and oh against the number. What do you got? Man, I'm telling you, this is a hard one for me because, you know, what he's done with Marcus Mariota has not been bad, and their young defense is getting turnovers and making plays. But here's the thing. The Bengals have finally found their game. We talked about this earlier in the show. I told you I thought that they were the third best team in the AFC right now. Their offense is starting to hit on all cylinders. A couple of their wide receivers, Higgins and Jamar Chase, sat out one day of practice this week. I think that they will be ready to rock and roll. Um, I am not going to lay this many points, but I will think Ooh. I expect the Bengals to win. But I think the way that the Atlanta Falcons have played for Arthur Smith, I'm going to take him and the points. I, I think this is a nice spot for the Bengals. I, it breaks my heart. I, I love our man, Arthur. Here, here's one interesting thing, and I don't know if people care about it. There's, in the last 44 years of the NFL, only four teams have started 7-0 and against the number. Atlanta's trying to be number five. I'm going to take the Bengals here. I, I, I think the, the, the Atlanta and the Giants are in the same spot. They're just due for a clunker. So I, I'm going to go Bengals. You here. know what I think you should do, Mike? 
What's that, Bob? You know, since you have all these statistics and you put them in your brain and all this stuff mm. comes spitting out of your mouth, you should actually apply for a job with the New York Yankees in their analytics department to help Aaron Boone manage oh. the Yankees. Please, will you please, Boomer? Will you put a ball in play? <laughs> put a ball in play. Right, okay. God. Yes. Ravens minus. I, I don't even get me going on that. Ravens minus six and a half against the Browns. Go. Yeah, I love the Ravens, and you know the Browns uh, defense coordinator came out this week and said, you know, I thought we were going to be a little bit better than we are. They're not good. They stink. No, uh, I do bad. not like the Browns. Uh, you know, they're waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back. This is going to be a tough spot for Jacoby Brissett. And even though the Browns run the ball great, that's fine. They just don't score a lot of points. So I will lay the points, and I will take the home team, the Ravens, even though these two teams know each other well. It's a divisional matchup, and I feel like I'm going against what I would normally think would be a close game here. I just Correct. don't like the way the Browns have been playing. No, and Jacoby can't stop turning it over. He's out of, just just giving it away. I, I can't. Can't do it. Ravens. And uh, Broncos laying a point. To America's Jets. Come on, oh, you boy. know what to do. Yeah, well, you know, I uh, I made this pick in uh, on my show at WFAN on uh, Friday, and I was waffling back and forth. It seems so obvious that the Jets are going to win this game. I don't know who's playing quarterback at the moment when we talk here, whether it's Brett Rippon or whether it's uh, Russell Wilson. It really doesn't matter. It's going to be a really low-scoring game. Both defenses are going to dominate the opposing offenses. I'm going to take the Broncos at home. And, and I, I actually think that, you know, Russell, I mean, Zach Wilson has got to show me something against the top flight defense. Denver's got the third ranked defense in football. I could see a couple turnovers here from him, and yep. I could see the Broncos finally winning a game in front of their home fans. And again, it's not a shot at the Jets or Giants that I'm picking against them, but it's hard to do what they've been doing. And let's face it, the Jets got a little lucky with a few of these matchups where you're facing, you know, Skylar Thompson. I just don't see you beating Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau and then going out to whatever it's called. Now, it's not Mile High anymore, Invesco, whatever it is. I'm just going Broncos. That number's so scary, you can't bet the Jets. Raiders laying seven to the Texans. You know what? Uh, Raiders coming off of a bye as well. I'm sure um, Josh McDaniels did some self-scouting over the last two weeks trying to figure out how to get his team back and playing the way that we all expected them to play with the start of the season. Um, this is the time where this is all about, you know, these guys figuring it out. And I would think that the Raiders are going to put up a big number here. I, I could see them scoring 30 points in this game. I'm going to lay the points, and I'm going to take the Raiders. I don't know who the hell the Raiders think they are laying seven to anybody. They shouldn't lay seven to neighborhood children. I'll take the Texans. <laughs> uh, this is – all right, booms. This right here, this is like the end of the line for your boys. Chargers laying five and a half to the Geno Smith experience against the Seahawks. I'm taking the Geno Smith experience with the points at the Chargers. Yes. And the reason yes. I'm doing that is because the Chargers just drive everybody crazy. They're a good team, and uh, Justin Herbert is, can be a great quarterback, and they could put up some points, but Geno's having a magical season, man. Um, and I think that season's going to continue here against this Charger defense that just has not been as good as we thought it was going to be and makes me really wonder about – Brandon Staley, and, and and what kind of message is he trying to get across to his players? I just, you know, I think Gino's going to, he's going to do fine with his big wide receivers, and he'll make plays down the field. I think the Chargers will win the game, but I think the Seahawks will cover the number. 
Yeah, I, Boomer, I think you said it best. I'm starting to ask questions about, about Staley, and not just because of what he did in Cleveland a couple weeks ago, but they, there needs to be an element of precision if you're going to go out and attempt to make a playoff run, attempt to win a Super Bowl. This team just, they do some of the dumbest things. Yep. And look for Seattle. I got to tell you something, man. They, Penny getting hurt was terrible. You always would rather have the one-two punch. But Kenneth Walker III has looked outstanding. Their second-round pick. They may be better. I hate saying they're better off because the guy got hurt. I'm just saying there's an explosion quotient that they are now adding to this run game. I I love it. I'm taking the Seahawks. Um, God help us all. Chargers laying seven to the Steelers. Excuse me, Dolphins laying seven to the Steelers. What do you want to do here? Yeah, well, so we got Tua coming back, and everybody's going to be watching every hit that he takes in this game. But I think Tua is a guy that actually will ramp it up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting Kenny Pickett's probably going to play for the Steelers. I think the Steelers will keep it close. I think the defense will keep it close. So I'm going to take the Steelers in the points. I'm with you on this. And, and, and again, I'm not saying that Tua won't come back and pick up where he left off, but uh, people just think laying a touchdown in the NFL. This ain't college. This is different. And the Steelers, I was impressed what they did last week. I know the Bucks are messed up. I understand. But, like, they started out, I think Brady was 3 of 11 to open up. Their defense stepped up. I'm going to take – I'll take the points here. And uh, that's an ugly game. That's all I can tell yeah, you. We would not right. normally pick this game, but I make you pick this game. So, that is and correct. I, and I love right. seeing you squirm as you pick yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It gives you, it gives you nausea. <laughs> Uh, this is exciting. This is the Bob Kraft wedding nuptials special. <laughs> Patriots laying eight to the bear. No better way to celebrate a marriage than uh, watching Pats and Bears. Go and ahead. It, and, it looks like, and it looks like Mac Jones is going to play uh, for the Patriots. Um, what do you make of that? Because Zappi's been good. He's been very good. I don't necessarily know that there's a quarterback controversy up there at all. I just think that this is a great way now for Bill Belichick to really hammer Mac Jones and get more out of Mac Jones by using Bailey Zappi's performance as an incentive for Mac Jones to show up and be the quarterback that they drafted. So, you know, this, there's always a maturation process that go every quarterback goes through. And nobody can exploit that maturation process better than Bill Belichick. So I think it's good. And I think Mac will have a really good game against the Bears. And you know what? Justin Fields and the Bears just don't score. So I, I know you no. were talking about seven points in a game. Hey, they destroyed the Lions 29 oh, yeah. to nothing. And I expect them that they will destroy the Bears here as well. So I'll take the Patriots. There may be no bigger mismatch this week than Belichick's brain versus whatever the Bears' offensive brain trust is doing with Justin Fields. I, I feel so bad for the kid. I don't know if he's any good or not. He's just not getting a chance to even show it. So it's a rare spot. I'll lay seven. I'll take the Pats. I Good God. All right, excuse <laughs> me. It's eight. Who cares at this point? I got seven on my sheet. You're telling me. Hey, I'm giving you updated lines here. All right. It's seven or right. Well, listen, come on. Pat's got to win by double digits, right? Yes. It's just that simple. You said it. All right. Let's go with the Patriots. Bob Kraft wedding gift. You get a blender and a win over the Bears. All right. I want. We got some fun. Boomer has passed along something brilliant to me. He is going to play Frazier Crane. He is going to tell you what a... 10-pack of teams should be thinking this week. We'll get to best of the rest. We'll get to what you should be thinking, the final word. It's all there. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenny.